0: Welcome to a series of netcasts brought to you by Yale University. Hello, my name is Sophie Mendelson. I'm a student at Yale University, and I work for the Yale Sustainable Food Project. Um, my, de- my guest today is Diane Kochilas, a.k.a. the Greek food guru. Welcome, Diane. Thank you. Um, So we have been talking about the Greek island of Ikaria, which is a blue zone, meaning that its inhabitants live to be very old and very fit as they age. Um, I wonder if, what are your thoughts about how translatable the blue zone style of living of Ikaria is to the United States?
1: Well, that's a loaded question, so to speak. Um, I think certain things there are definitely lessons to be to be had um, if we take it let's say if we sort of break it down a little bit and we talk first about the diet um, the the idea of having a ma- mainly a plant based diet i think that's actually it 's very timely right now in the united states it 's certainly timely in nutrition uh, circles. people are uh, hungry for for a way to move animal protein off the center of the plate and replace it with you know with vegetables basically with plant-based dishes, and generally in the Greek kitchen um, the, there's there's such a wealth and variety of plant-based main courses. I think that's one of the 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 sort of undiscovered treasures in in the Mediterranean and I think in the Greek kitchen, um, and certainly you know in a more focused way in a place like Igaria, which has always been kind of self-sufficient and where people have had to live off of what they grow, Um, you know, the idea of a plant-based main course was, you know, it wasn't something people thought about. It's just part of the way the the food culture is. So you would have, I mean, things, for example, that would be applicable in terms of, you know, in a very practical way that would be applicable in an American setting um, would be to, say, take uh, lessons from how Icarians cook certain bean dishes or how we use greens in the kitchen. Uh, we use greens as as a stew. We would stew greens and that would be dinner, basically, maybe with a little bit of cheese and a little bit of good bread. And in that you have, it's a, it's it's basically a nutritionally complete meal. Um, you know, and and again, this idea of using very very, in a way, very limited ingredients, but seasonal ingredients. So I think that's also a lesson um, that has um, applications in the United States, this idea of realizing when things are supposed to be in season. And I'm sure you, you, you've been learning about that as a volunteer on the farm. In Greece, and, and especially in a place like Ikaria, um, people just don't, you don't want to have a tomato in the wintertime. You don't, You know what's in season. You go out foraging for certain things. Um, Certain things, you know, you you know that greens are in season, for example, from November until May. And then there are one or two greens that are in season in the summer. Um, Everything has its time. So you learn to be patient. Uh, so there are definitely lessons to be had from a nutritional perspective, but I think there are lifestyle lessons um, that those are the harder ones, I think, for an American uh, maybe to absorb because we grow up, you know, we're, we're, we're part of a society that um, relishes um, material gain for one. In Icaria, that material gain is not high on the radar screen um, in terms of of, you know, the things that make, that give you a happy life. Uh, for the most part, um, it's almost quite the opposite. So that is that's a very foreign concept in this country. Um, ambition is not high on the radar screen. People locally basically just want to survive and live in their small community. And you know, I'm not saying that's a good or a bad thing. It's just the way it is there. So what can we what can we sort of extract from that? I think maybe we can extract the uh, the notion of living in the moment and slowing down a little bit and. Um, you know, maybe removing some of the, the the stresses that that we we tend to embrace, um, it, it give the, the, the stresses that give us kind of a false sense of achievement. Because at the end of the day, isn't the point we have a limited time on the planet? Isn't the point to be happy? Right. Absolutely.
0: <laughs> so it sounds like. The Icarian Iker- diet is more than just a diet. It's about the mindset. And so for us in the United States to take on the diet without the mindset would not be as valuable. Yeah, I, I mean, I think
1: that's a hard—it's a very different culture, too. So, uh, you know, it would be hard—I think it would be difficult to extract some of those things. You couldn't—I I think it would be very difficult to create, say, an Icarian Model in the United States, it would be a false model. You you know you need to have a community that already has a sense of roots in place, um, where people do sense that they belong to one another, where people watch out for one another. I mean that's not to say that you know communities on the island don't have their issues. Of course they do, but um, I just think that you know the the main the lessons the main lessons to be had are you know eat a, eat more of a plant based diet, um, respect the seasonality of food. Um, don't overeat. Try to relax and enjoy your meal if that's the only time of the day that you can relax um, on a broader level, generally try to slow down and maybe reassess you know what one's priorities are in life.
0: Uh, those are those are kind of deep lessons, but absolutely. Um, would you say that so it seems like returning to traditional? living and diets is sort of central to this icarian diet and the health of the community as well um do you think that then the mediterranean diet is right for everybody or is it so successful for the icarians because they are icarian and this is their traditions that they're returning to well i mean there was that the clinical
1: um the clinical study that just was just published the results of a clinical study that was um Conducted in Barcelona, which was a random study, I think, and it, may, it was front page news here. This was about two or three weeks ago, um, probably in the beginning of February. Um, I think it's pretty clear that a Mediterranean-style diet is extremely beneficial um, for whoever is is eating that way. So, yeah, I mean, that, it's a diet that can definitely be applied to all sorts of. Um, cultures and ethnic groups. But I also believe that diet, and again, this is just my own personal perspective. I'm not a scientist, but I do think that specific diets evolve in specific places for reasons that um, are as much cultural as, as anything else. And, you know, could you get would it, you know, I mean, wouldn't, uh, you know, a, a Japanese person eating a traditional diet or a Chinese person eating a traditional Chinese diet benefit or be able to embrace a traditional Mediterranean diet? I, I don't know. I mean, I, I but I honestly don't know the answer to that.
0: That's just fine. <laughs> <laughs> um, if you could give one piece of advice about healthy eating and healthy living what do, what is the one thing you wish that everybody knew? Uh,
1: probably it's more it's it would be a comp it's it's a compound sentence. <laughs> so I would say um, cooking is quite easy. Uh, go to the local market and just see what's fresh when you're there. Um, it doesn't require a tremendous amount of skill. Um, most of it is common sense. Use a lot of olive oil in your food. It's very good for us all. Um, rely on seasonality and slow down and enjoy the whole process of cooking and the the whole uh, process of sharing it with people you care about. Excellent advice. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you for listening. For more information, please visit our website at www.yale.edu slash sustainable food.